up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup. Welcome in, welcome in to the podcast, only a version of the uh, starting lineup here today. We're live here in the live to tape, I guess, in the 98.9 The Game, Jack FM Studios, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on the podcast today. Coming up for you, we got some Major League Baseball to uh, talk about. Cardinals, 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 Mm -hmm. losing again. Hey, the Cubs lost last night, too. Yep. Mm. Well, at least uh, you had Shohei Otani home run last night. but uh, So, well, we'll get into that as well as a busy night there in a Major League Baseball. A lot of things uh, going on that we'll hit up on coming up. We'll also uh, take a look at the uh, NBA. NBA uh, game finals game three tonight in uh, Miami. And we'll see who can get the edge in this uh, series with a series tied at one game apiece. And, of course, with the uh, news yesterday about the uh, PGA Tour and Live, that uh, press conference and players meeting that happened, uh, there were a couple of uh, things that uh, came out of that. And Rory, he speaks. He spoke yesterday. So uh, we'll definitely be hitting up on that as well. And there was also some uh, video game news uh, to uh, hit up on as well concerning the football games as we have our cover star for Madden 24. Mm-hmm. It was leaked a few days ago, but uh, we see the uh, cover reveals here. And also we got some college football and game news as well. So I uh, wanted to touch on that as well. Yeah, and just some college uh, football news in general. Uh, something came out uh, yesterday that I can't wait to talk about. Something you just can't wait to talk about. Can't wait, Travis. <laughs> All right, so I'll have to wait a the little bit. Bart Scott, can't wait. There you go. If I had the sounder, I would have. That's okay. Don't need it. I would Don't have pulled it. it up there. All right, so uh, we'll table that up for a little bit later, but uh, let's get it uh, started off here with uh, Major League Baseball from last night, a game that you heard over on 98.9, and that was the Rangers getting another win 
over the uh, Cardinals, and this one was by the final of a sixth of four as Marcus Simeon extended his hitting streak to uh, 25 games. And Nolan Arenado, he went deep there in the first inning. It was a two-run home run. Goldschmidt was on base, and all right, two to nothing, settle in. And, wow, six straight runs Mm -hmm. after that uh, by Texas, and uh, five of those uh, runs were credited to Libertor, but only four of them counted towards his ERA. Uh, there, Verhagen came in and gave up a run in an inning of work there. And uh, the Cardinals fall once again as uh, they are now losers of five games in a row now. And 25 and uh, 37 on the season. Only a couple of bright spots in the uh, loss was those home runs by Arenado and also in the sixth inning, uh, Wilson Contreras hit a home run. And also a Jordan Walker goes deep as yep. well. And it was a good shot, 430 feet, second deck there at Global Life uh, Field. But uh, that would only make it 6-4, to four, and the Cardinals didn't get any more runs after that. So uh, it was another loser. For the Cardinals. Not only was it a loser, Travis, but the guy you've been aching for did not look good. No. And the guy he replaced in Mats came in and pitched a perfect uh, inning in a third. Well, I'm not surprised. Mats is better as uh, coming out of the bullpen. So I know, but now Mats' ERA is actually lower than Libertor's. 5.37 and hey, 6. It's still low. <laughs> hmm. No, at, at this point, Travis, it's... Same, you know, same stories yesterday. Same story, same story day. every day. Yeah. And I, I love. I, I saw a quote about the Cardinals and Moselak pre-game. Did did an interview did, and basically yeah. said it's a long season, and you know you just gotta kind of you know be be patient and um you know it the the only problem is is that we're just we're just inconsistent right now. That's that's the biggest issue. Mm. Yeah, it's your job to fix it. Right. It's your job to help figure out why it's inconsistent. Uh, to me, this, again, is a Cardinals team that looks like a ship without a rudder. They're just wandering right now. On the field and off. There's no guidance, it feels like, at all. No, not really. Uh, and, and, again, you you start questioning how long are you going to keep this? How long are you going to be okay just floundering along in, in last place? I, I know the fan base is going, now. Now is the time. We're, we're done with it. Mm-hmm. But obviously management is not. Management obviously does not feel the need to make changes at this point. Um, I also loved his quote saying, well, you got a month until you know you can kind of start making changes to your roster. You can trade any time throughout the season. You don't have to wait till July to do it. Just saying. Well, yeah, but definitely. Obviously, he doesn't know that. I know he's new to the GM role. Understandably so. You know, <laughs> it, it, it it's in the GM handbook. You got to wait till July to make a trade uh, or change your roster at all. So uh, I, I I don't blame Moselec for that. Obviously, he's new to the job. Hasn't been there for you know 12, 13, 14 years or whatever. It However is. long. So it's been, uh, you know he, he's new. He's new to baseball. He's new to the GM role. So I understand his confusion of of just thinking July is the night for or the uh, the month for trades. But you can actually start making them now. Um, yeah, 
But obviously, they're not in a hurry to do anything. No, they're not. And, and again, as we've talked about, Travis, besides your plethora of outfielders, what do you have to offer somebody? Uh, well, there are some of the old expiring contracts that are going to come off the books towards the end of uh, next season. So, um, but what are you going to get back for them? Yeah. You're not going to get a prospect who's going to change around the club. No. That's where the Cardinals, I think, are kind of in a bind right now. I understand everyone wants them to make a move. But what have you got to make a move with? Right. And, yeah, what does that move look like to try to improve the team for now or right. try to improve the team for later on down the line yeah. next year or next year after that with uh, being a seller instead of a buyer? And and the other thing, Travis, is a lot of the guys the Cardinals have kind of held on to and coveted have gotten to the majors and haven't blown anyone's doors off. Mm-hmm. You know, you think I, – I know you're a fan of Jordan Walker – he has had his moments, but he hasn't blown anyone away. Libertor hasn't blown anyone away. So it's like if I'm another team, these guys are considered touted as a big prospects. Well, Jordan Walker is uh, not a starter. I think Jordan Walker would be better with some consistent playing time. I will agree with you on that. Yeah, so. But I also heard that was the other thing I was going to bring up about the Mosaic interview is he said, "Oh, we just got to get healthy." Who's Did injured? That, yeah. Who? Tyler O'Neill, right? Mm-hmm. Is that about it? Am I missing anyone else? Off the top of my head. Because I I I saw that quote and I'm like, who exactly is out injured that is is making a impactfulness of this team? Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill, Carlson, Newt yeah. Bart. Yeah, there you go. Those those three. I guess if you want to throw in him. Naughton, would you, would you say Naughton is a is a big uh, loss, Travis? No. Okay. No. Those three mm-hmm. of Newt Bar, O'Neill, and Carlson. All right. I, I guess I will give you that. But again, those guys just went down on June second. You weren't playing that great back in April, when all of them were healthy. Yeah. So, and in fact, you had more of a log jam at your outfield position. So unless you're waiting for him to get healthy so you can trade one of these guys off. Tell O'Neal. I know. You want O'Neal. A lot of people do. I, I know a lot of people do. But, <sighs> again, I just. I think it might be just come to the, the point that we have to uh, realize that you know, we all want the Cardinals to make some moves to be buyers, but I think at this point in the season with the worst record in the National League and how the season has been going, it's time to come to the reality that we could be making moves at the trade deadline or as we get closer to the trade deadline, but instead of buyers, we're in the seller's market. Mm-hmm. Instead, and I think it's time to come to that reality that, you know, we had that shining moment where we were turning it around there in May, but now we've come right back down to reality with back to the worst record in MLB and, or not MLB, but uh, the National, National League. League. Mm-hmm. And it's time to come to that reality with uh, another loss. And I know the Rangers are good They're playing right good. They're Marcus not, Simeon, 25 straight hits. Yeah. And, they're they're playing like a good team right now. No, take 
I was going to say that. Take nothing Five away from the Rangers. For them. Take nothing away from what the Rangers are doing this season. Mm-hmm. Now, Travis, this is going to blow your mind. And I, and I think I'm right because I don't remember any time recently. Mm-hmm. We are preparing possibly to have a summer and a baseball season where the Cardinals and Cubs are totally irrelevant and neither one will make the playoffs or contend to make the playoffs. <laughs> The last time that happened, Travis, 1999 hmm. was the last time neither the Cubs or the Cardinals finished. Both teams finished below 500 that year. Hmm. The Cubs were 67 and 95. The Cardinals were 75 and 86. 21 and a half games back of the Astros. That was that dominant Astros team that won 97 games in 99. But that's how far back you got to go to the last time neither of these teams meant anything over a season yeah and how mad must major league baseball be that this is the series going to england these are the two teams that are going to england right yeah especially you know you figured maybe the cardinals could pull their weight you you thought yeah i mean i think going in you probably figured the cubs were not going to be that great but you're just basing it off of the rivalry the rivalry but no Instead, neither of them are are doing anything. No. Nope. Unfortunately, uh, fortunately uh, not. And I think it just goes to show you where this team is, is that, you know, I, I saw some people kind of talking about how the dugout reacted to Jordan Walker's home run. Really, the only person that was excited in the dugout was uh, Kisner, our captain, yep. who was uh, going crazy and uh, beating up against the, the dugout there. And no one really seemed to really care that that happened. But I know it was a 6-3 to three game at that point, so maybe I don't think that I made it 6-4. to four, So maybe I don't blame the guys for not being excited or whatnot and we're making a mountain out of a molehill there. But – uh, I think that just goes to show you where we are right now and where this locker room is. Yep. That, you know, we just had two home runs in that inning. That was our second home run there. And it doesn't seem like the guys care. So I think that can be – that is a statement, Travis, for the entire season. Yeah. At least the first part of it. And, again, we're a quarter of the way through the year. Mm-hmm. You know, we're – it's time to where chemistry should be there. It's time to where you should be playing at your peak. You don't have to, you know, you're not still getting in season shape. You're not. Well, it's time to not use the World Baseball Classic as an excuse exactly. anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so. We're, we're past that. We are. And this, I'll say it, and I'll say it about my own team. So I was, these two teams stink. Mm-hmm. And you no, can no. say inconsistency for both of them. I will agree with you 100%. But on both sides of the ball, you cannot get a complete game from either the Cardinals or the Cubs on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and I was trying to find the exact quote there from Mosaic, but yeah, that's one of the things they talked about was the consistency and the health of the team and that they can get back to their winning ways once that happens, being more consistent and scoring and start winning and whatnot, but uh, I've not done a lot of winning no. so far this season, and we'll try to avoid the second straight sweep tonight as it'll be a 6-10 
pregame show start on 98.9 again tonight as it's Jack Flaherty going on the mound for the Cards and John Gray will be his opposition and he's been great this season six and one two point five one ERA and uh, then after this uh, they'll uh, Cardinals will get a day off and return back to St Louis for a series with the Reds on the weekend and we have a little mini homestand uh, going on as well as we got the next two series at home we got the Giants coming up after the Reds so um, and the Reds are playing a good ball right now because yeah. they're calling up young guys and they keep producing yeah so by the way Travis I wanted to point out that you guys are now 28th in quality starts so ah, there you go 13 you go. of them tied with the A's for second to last that's Oh, one more than the A's. I'm sorry. Yeah, one more than the A's. That's not great. The Royals are last. They've only had seven quality starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Ouch. bad. That's bad. That's not good. But you're 17th in ERA. Hmm. So that's good. I guess. Middle of the pack there. Yeah. I mean, it's better than, you know, being last. <laughs> I guess. I guess so, bub. Uh, we are last in the standings in the Central and mm-hmm. last in the uh, National League. Uh, so there's that. So uh, the Cubs, they didn't fare much better against the Angels as uh, Tani goes deep and L.A. gets the win 7-4 to four and a victory over the Cubs. So Yep, we stink. <laughs> Back to you, Chuck. I, I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, this, this team is, is bad. I mean, there's nothing more you can say. There There's... Well, you can't have Strowman go out there every day. No, it's and that's the problem. Game. Strowman has been incredible this season. He should be an all-star. If he's not an all-star, there's a problem. Yeah. Um, but he can't pitch every single day for you, and he's just – he can't do it all. Like, no. your bullpen isn't good. The offense is unreliable. Um, speaking of offense, Travis, can I point something out real quick? I was just looking up a stat. Um, you know your Cardinals are fifth in the league in home runs as a team. Hmm. You guys have hit 84 home runs this year. No, I didn't even realize. I didn't that. realize that either. You've hit more home runs than the Angels, the Rangers, the Giants, the Mets, the Jays, the Brewers, hmm. the Astros, the Padres, the Padres, and their Murderers Row lineup. Right. Your Cardinals, with their inconsistent offense, has hit more home runs than them. Hmm. How about that? But yet. I think they have a little bit of a better record. Yeah, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> that is inconsistent. I'll, I'll give Mosaic like that one. Mm, yeah. So, uh, Cubs fall against the yeah. Angels, and uh, they'll get back on it tonight. Uh, it's James Tyon, your guy, going uh, out there for Chicago tonight. Hey, because we're on the pod, I can say it now, Travis. Way back Wednesday, we're going with Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Huh? Mike Trout for way back Wednesday. Going up against Tyon. Yeah, that's an easy pick. Mm. I'll have to I'll have to make uh, my pick later. Yeah. So uh, let's take a look at other action uh, last night. Uh, Kyle Schwarber hit a, a leadoff home run, and that was it for the Phillies, but that's all they needed. They won one to nothing over the uh, Tigers in a great baseball game. One to nothing game, three to three hits. Ugh. Ugh baseball for you yeah uh the marlins they win a six to one over the royals and luis ariza he goes two for four and now that batting average is over 400 he's batting 401 
this season. So what a guy. He's having a great year. Oh, man. I yeah. want him to keep it up. He should be an all-star. 100%. Sure. Uh, the Rays, they shut out the uh, Twins 7-2-0. to Eflin gets a victory at number 8 on the season for Tampa. Uh, the Diamondbacks, they won over the Nationals 10-2-5. The White Sox, they won over the Yankees 3-2, uh, to two, and uh, this was significant because uh, Giolito threw six hitless innings for Chicago, but also Liam Hendricks gets the save yeah. last night as well, his first save since coming back after uh, beating cancer there. That was so, awesome. Uh, that yeah. was uh, really great to see. One thing that wasn't great to see was the atmosphere that they're playing in there in, in New York with all that uh, smoke coming from the uh, Canadian wildfires yeah. there. That looked uh, like a, a very cloudy day or cloudy night. Yep. No, that was smoke. So that was just scenes out of a movie, and the air quality is uh, terrible there in New York mm-hmm. right now due to those wildfires and pushing that right in the direction of the East Coast. Yep. So New York's really getting hammered with it. There, Couldn't so. happen to a nicer city. <laughs> Ouch. You have Philadelphia. I have New York. Mm. Mm. I mean, I don't love New York, but, um, yeah, I guess I don't really. Nah, I'm indifferent. Uh, the uh, A's, they uh, beat the uh, Pirates 11-2 to uh, two as uh, the A's can finally win on the road. That was their first win on the road in 15 games. Yeah, uh, and they beat the division-leading Pirates, or at least right. second in the division Pirates. Second, yeah. How bad is the NL Central? Our second-place team is losing to the A's. There you go. But, eh. Baseball, they were going to get a win sooner or later. Uh, the Blue Jays, they won a 5-1 to one over the Astros. Career high for Kevin Gosman, 13 Ks uh, for him. And also the offense slugs three home runs as well. And the uh, Blue Jays were in the news yesterday about uh, the struggling Alec Manoa as he not only gets down, sent down not triple-A, not double A, not even single A, but a rookie level complex league. That's where they sending him down to. Yeah. Ouch. That hurts. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, that can't be real. What the heck is a complex <laughs> league? But, yeah, sure enough, it oh, was boy. legit. And also, I was going to mention it with the Rangers win, but it looks like it was reported that Jacob DeGrom was going to have to have Tommy John surgery, but uh, now they're uh, coming out and saying that it's going to be some other type of surgery. I believe he is done for the year. Well, yeah, he's definitely out for the year uh, for sure. But uh, So he may have escaped Tommy John surgery. Um, Is, Is he done? If he had Tommy John surgery, he would be, but he's getting close, and it's a damn shame. It is. Uh, 2010 is when, uh, or 2011 or something, um, he had Tommy John surgery. It was cutting the hair. Was it? I think so. (laughs) No, I mean, if, if he doesn't come back, I think you could put him in the argument of, Bo Jackson of players who injuries cost them what they could have been. Mm-hmm. We talked on this show about 300 winners. He's healthy the whole time and pitches as he did when he was on top. 
Mm-hmm. He's, we're talking about him probably getting close to 300 by the time he retires. Yeah, no doubt. And it's not going to happen. No, not going to happen. And it was uh, he was uh, emotional there in a press Can't conference talking about it and fighting back for the injury. And especially with uh, if he was here in the rotation with how good the mm-hmm. Rangers have played this year, that would have been even more uh, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, sad situation Yep. Uh, there with uh, DeGrom and fighting back tears there. Uh, the uh, Red Sox, they won over the Guardians 5-4. to uh, four, four runs in the eighth inning complete the comeback for uh, Boston. Uh, the Reds, they got the win over the uh, Dodgers, a 9-2-8, and they rallied it to do so. And uh, the uh, Reds, they called up their number one prospect, Ellie De La Cruz, and he just rips a 112-mile-an-hour double for his first career hit and an electric debut mm-hmm. there. So, like I said, the Reds, they keep calling up these young guys, and that's what we can expect coming to St. Louis. Yep. This uh, weekend, so ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves they won over the Mets a six to four, and they rallied to do so. In extras, Milwaukee got the win over Baltimore a four to three in ten innings. The Giants won over the Rockies a ten to four, and the Mariners get the win over the Padres four to one, and snapped a mini three-game losing streak for Seattle. Snapping that there. So uh, that was all the action uh, from MLB last night. Let's take a look at uh, the uh, schedule for tonight. We already mentioned the uh, Cubs and Cardinal games, but uh, the A's and Pirates are playing here in the afternoon. Uh, Mariners and uh, Padres. Michael Waka for San Diego. Zach Wheeler for the Phillies against the Tigers. Uh, Marlins Royals. Twins Rays. Pablo Lopez for Minnesota. Uh, Patrick Corbin, ooh, Patrick Corbin on way back Wednesday. Ooh, <laughs> hey, he did me good last week. Zach Davies, that's not a great pitching either. Mm. Corbin Carroll, could you hit a home run today? Maybe. He's a lefty, so lefty on lefty, that's not good. Uh, the White Sox, Lance Lynn is going up for them in his 6.55 ERA against the Yankees. Uh, Bassett is going for a Toronto against the Astros, uh, Red Sox, Guardians, Dodgers, Reds, Noah Syndergaard with his 6.54 ERA against the uh, Reds, uh, Max Scherzer against Charlie Morton in the Mets and Braves game tonight, Corbin Burns on the mound for Milwaukee against Baltimore, uh, Giants, Rockies, you got Logan Webb for San Francisco there tonight in Colorado. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make my way back Wednesday pick here and, uh, uh, Syndergaard for the Dodgers haven't been great. So, uh, that's where I am looking at here in this game. The Reds, they seem to be coming on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the guy that they just called up. He was, uh, three at bats last night and one for three. And I'm going to go with him. De La Cruz? De La Cruz. Might have some decent odds on that. Possibly. To look it up. Possibly. But that's what I'm going to go with. Before we get out of MLB, Travis, I, you know me, I'm a stat guy. I like looking at numbers. You want to hear an embarrassing stat? I don't know who this is more embarrassing for, so I need your help. <laughs> okay. The Giants have 10 more errors as a team than the Guardians have home runs as a team. 
The Giants mm-hmm. have 45 errors, the most in Major League Baseball. The Guardians have 35 home runs as a team, the least in baseball. Which one is that more Ooh. embarrassing for? They're the both bad. Giants? See, I think the Guardians. <laughs> because the Nationals are second worst, they've hit 48 home runs. You're 13 home runs behind the second worst team in baseball. Yeah. Hmm. But the Guardians aren't known for being home run hitters. No, they're not. They don't really have home run hitters. No, no. So. Pirates, by the way, 25th in the league in home runs. But they still find ways to win. Yep. So. Hey, look at that. Milwaukee's on top of the division. Yeah, go figure. Half a game. Yep. Speaking of Pittsburgh, they're already in action. Not there, yeah. now, maybe, as you're hearing this, but as we're recording this. As we're recording, yes. yes. Now, I before we get out of baseball completely, Travis, I have a conspiracy theory for you. Okay. Okay. So you know Aaron Judge? I've heard of him. You know that he never met his adopted parent, his biological parents, correct? I don't think he I was. Knew that. He was adopted just a couple days um, after his birth. Hmm. Never met his biological parents. I didn't know that. Can we say that him and Aaron Gordon are related? It's pretty similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. You look at the face; it's almost it's really close. The hair doesn't help things, <laughs> but they're similar enough. So, all right, Ellie De La Cruz plus four forty at home run. There you so, go. Not as long of odds as I would have wanted, no. but yeah, hey, something. Why not? Why not? What have you got to lose? Entertainment. It's just entertainment. Entertainment is what I have to lose. It's just entertainment. <laughs> it's just for fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It always is just for fun. Yep. So, all right. So, uh, the big news yesterday uh, with the uh, PGA Tour and the uh, Live and the merger that's upcoming and the uh, public investment fund uh, becoming a major backer there of this new merger league and uh, there was shockwaves through the uh, sports world and mm-hmm. the golf world obviously as well but uh, there was a, a players meeting uh, with uh, Monahan being one of the guys that led uh, this meeting and uh, you finally heard from Rory make the comments and apparently he still hates Liv yes he wants you to know that but he's okay because Liv is dead he says basically <laughs> Liv is going away he hopes it goes away yes because it'll now be the PIF. Yeah. Uh, he said, I still hate live. Like, I hate live. I hope it goes away, and I would fully expect that it does. I think that's where the distinction is. This is the PJ Tour, the DP World Tour, and the PIF. Very different from live. So, uh, I, yeah. All right. There's an ESPN article up about talking about all this, Travis. And mm-hmm. I have to read this because it talks about PIF with more than $600 billion in assets will be the leading investor in the yet-to-be-named new entity. And it will also become a premier corporate sponsor of the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, and other international tours. For those who need a point of comparison, Travis, it was like Dusty Rhodes' girlfriend showing up on stage with Ric Flair at a World Championship Wrestling event in the 1980s and pledging her loyalty to the nature boy. <laughs> Or Alabama football coach Nick Saban taking the Auburn job. It just yeah. it comes out of nowhere. You don't expect it. I've heard that comparison. 
Yeah. But I just love that it was first Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. That got me. Yeah, so someone's a fan. I, I don't ESPN. I don't get this. I still don't get this. I, I don't understand this. I hate this. Yeah. I hate how this all came together. I hate that no one was clued in on it. I hate that everything that they've talked about for the past two years means nothing. And, you know, we, we talked about it on yesterday's show of players being like, you said we'd never join with them. You said right. we'd never join with them. And right. here we are. Right. And he was getting raked across the coals for. As he should. Be, as he should. Absolutely. 100% about it. He was uh, in um, Mohan uh there uh monahan uh was saying about just how strongly that they uh, felt before when uh live finally uh became a thing and the morality of it all of getting in with the saudi money and uh, the saudi regime there and then also he was the one that brought up the 9-11 families yes and getting them involved saying that he knows uh some uh, 9-11 families personally and then the group gets involved and whatnot and then two years later yep here we are and he's sitting on cnbc next to the main governor i mean the right hand man yeah. of the saudi prince and basically what i think a lot of people are saying and what i'm seeing is that you know it wasn't let's be honest let's let's think back it wasn't just one lawsuit there were multiple lawsuits that were going on between these two entities mm-hmm. which of course causes money we know that one of the main reasons that the saudi arabian government got into live was try to repair their image right so the lawsuits do not help them repair their image because that's going to dig up all kinds of dirty laundry yeah on the pga tour side they couldn't compete with the money from the saudi arabians no and when you're talking multiple lawsuits there's a lot of money and most of the time money talks and money wins in lawsuits right so this is why i think at least what i've heard this agreement came together is neither one of these entities wanted to have a lawsuit. Neither one of them wanted to go to court. How right. can we get out of this where neither one of us looks weak, where neither one of us looks bad, the PGA is going to get some money, the the Saudi Arabian government still gets to, you know, say they're helping the world because, look, they're showing unity and they're they've growing, united. and growing the game of yes, golf. Yes. That's why this happened. It still doesn't make it feel right. Right. Yeah, but one of the things that is that I still have yet to hear from Greg Norman, and I've yet to see him. He was in the dark. At all. He was in the yeah, dark. I was going to say it. so. He's, he's and out. From yeah, from what I've read, Travis, there is no place for him in this new company, in this new group. Greg Norman does not have a spot. He is gone. Yeah, because him and so the talk about feeling used. PGA Commission. He's another person who I think probably feels used in all this, along yeah. with tiger along with john rom along with rory you can put greg norman up there too because greg norman was just as big on the live side of things right and, and again you go back to phil no repercussions for him he's gonna get to come in and play golf and be fine and he got the money yeah dustin johnson same you know all these guys, all these guys yeah it's just as england's uh column torrent said it's disappointing to be a pga tour member the guys who stayed loyal to the PGA Tour, it's kind of a kick in the teeth to them. Obviously, Rory was a huge advocate of the PGA Tour, and now it looks like all of this hard work and sticking up for the PGA Tour was left by the wayside. 
mm-hmm. PGA Tour member Scott Stallings blasted um, Ma- uh, Monahan during an interview. He said, how many other sides of his mouth can he speak out of? And that's tough to say about the commissioner of the tour, but I mean, literally, it wouldn't take you very long to internet search to find complete contradictory comments to what he said on the CNBC interview today. I have yep. no problem with the guys who went to live. Zero problems with the guys that decided to go. But with Mohanan saying on the interview that they're currently finding a path for the guys to be able to play on the PGA Tour by the end of 2023, he said they'll never play on the PGA Tour again. I'm just trying to understand at what point are we going to start establishing a baseline of truth. As far as that being our guy, that's our advocate in the world, in the game of golf, that's very disconcerting as a player. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, Greg Norman, um, basically uh, the the prince helper dude, um, basically said, quote, I made a call just before this the CNBC interview. And, of course, he's a partner with us and all the stakeholders that we have with us. They had the call right before this interview. So that's that's Greg Norman did not know until yeah. that call. So um, uh, just the personal rivalry with yep. him in uh, Monaghan is yep. what's one of the probably reasons why he was kept in the dark and all this like everybody else was. And in a memo to the PGA Tour members on Tuesday, they described the reinstatement of players who had defected to live golf as a, quote, complicated endeavor and one that will be guided by established PGA Tour rules and regulators. Hmm. But uh, one thing that I uh, loved coming out of this uh, meeting that they had, uh, Roy was said to have been fairly quiet in the meeting until the 227th world ranked player Grayson Murray spoke up and shouted for Monahan to resign saying, we don't trust you, Jay, you lied to our face. And McElroy spoke up and said, just play better Grayson. And so uh, the world's number one in Roy McElroy uh, was like, just play better, Grayson. And then uh, Golf Channel first reported the exchange and another source uh, confirmed to the Telegraph Sport that Murray responded by telling McElroy to bleep off. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Rory, did you know about this? Did you know about these negotiations? Is why why you wanted to stop talking about live? I'm telling you, there's something to that. I think. Rory, Rory, what do you know? What did you know? What did you know? What aren't you telling us, Rory? Exactly. So, if there was ever a time, Travis, where I wish someone like a Rory, a John Rom, a Tiger Woods had a podcast, <laughs> boy, oh boy, this would be the week. Right. I'd even take a Greg Norman podcast at this point. Ooh. There you go. Because there's a lot of, a lot that I want to know about. Right. Well, there was some good news, uh, at least the uh, uh, producer of Full Swing, the documentary on Netflix, Uh is going to be for season two. He said the cameras were rolling. Good. For when this came down. I may have to get Netflix now. (laughs) So, yeah, the Full Swing was great. I'm going to have to get Netflix now just for this. Yeah, it was great, but we'll see what kind of gold footage will be seen on season two of Full Swing. Uh, again, I, I, Travis, I don't know if I can watch the U.S. Open. Mm. I don't know if I can stomach it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of talk. Mm-hmm. If you think this week's bad, 
just get ready for next weekend. Yeah, I and I don't know. I don't know if I can watch it because it just. Again, I kind of feel like Rory. I sat here and defended the PGA. I sat here and talked about how I thought Liv was bad, and then two years later, everything's erased and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like, why did we go through all this? Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. The PGA would have been better off, Travis, telling all their players, don't comment, don't mention anything about it, let's see how it goes for a year, and maybe we'll team up with them. Like, if they would have came out and said that immediately, as soon as all the live stuff happened, they wouldn't be getting nearly the backlash they're getting now. But it's because they did the exact opposite and told their players, speak out against this, say this is bad, we're going to fly in Tiger Woods to give a pep talk to all the PGA Tour players. Right. And make it feel like a war. Yeah. Because in hindsight, was it really, like, did we really think that, like, we would never see Brooks Kepko or Phil Mickelson or DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, all these guys never play again? Or That's never... what they told us. I know. That's what this same guy said. He stood on a podium and said, those guys will never be back on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. Yeah. And look at them playing Mark in Jump. majors. Yeah. And Everything else. again, the majors thing was because of a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So I guess the moral of the story, Travis, is to get what you want. Just sue people and hope that they don't actually want to go to court mm-hmm. and you'll get what you want. So, yeah. And also ridiculous. always go for the money. That's right. Money talks. <laughs> so, Money talks. And that's another thing about about the uh, about the story. Frustrating. Of this very much so. Frustrating. All right, so uh, let's turn things over to uh, the uh, video game world as uh, let's turn things over to the uh, football video game world more specifically. It was uh, confirmed that uh, Josh Allen is going to be in the new uh, cover star for the new Madden, Madden 24. Uh, he uh, released the two covers that he, uh, he's on, Josh Allen on Twitter and other social media. He said a child, a childhood dream come true. And... Uh, these two covers, I'll say, are pretty good and uh, pretty sick with the uh, deluxe edition and uh, just the regular cover. Uh, I like there. the deluxe better. The regular one's not bad. I like the deluxe better because part of the Josh Allen story is the Bills Mafia. Yeah. So I like kind of got him, him jumping up, kind of have yep. a Lambo leap. Yep. But I will say this: he is the first Buffalo Bills player to be on the cover of Madden. There you go. So get ready for that curse. I just like this. It kind of looks like it could be uh, actual, like, super animation. You don't know if it's, like, a real-life photo because it kind of looks like it could be. But also, you got to wonder, is it? Or could it be game footage? I don't know. Hmm. It's kind of got the vibes for me there for Madden 24. But Josh Allen on the cover. And... Uh, he said he grew up uh, a Madden gamer, of course, and he would often play as his childhood favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, would, sub, would sometimes sub in. And now offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey for Jeff Garcia playing Madden is how he learned the fundamental basics of the game. He said now a game of gracing his face will be uh, the one to teach the next generation of uh, football players there. So... Buffalo Bill quarterback Josh Allen on the cover of Madden 24. And also there was some other uh, video game news relating to EA Sports mm-hmm. and the new uh, college football game. Eric, you said that you heard, haven't heard anything no. about this. No, But um, there was a 
Report by On3.com and later picked up here by Bleacher Report uh, this morning. The College Football Players Association vice president urged players not to allow their name, image, or likeness to be used in the game. All current players should boycott this deal. It, it is an opt-in deal, and they should not opt into it. Uh, the president said that the cash pool for athletes was in the $5 million neighborhood, which would pay out $500 per player. Ooh, that's not great. And uh, I would also compare it to the compensation for Madden. And they talked to some NFL players that got paid to be in Madden. Their compensation, they were given, where in 2019 it was disclosed that they got $17,000 for being in Madden. And then a current NFL player told uh, this report on On3.com that he got a check for $28,000 this year for Madden. So it's all about a compensation for name, image, and likeness is what holding it up and the uh, college football video game is could potentially be boycotted by the College Football Players Association. We're never getting this game. <laughs> Give us fake players. I don't care. At this point, it might have I don't to be. care. I want a college game. And the way we Football, people, basketball is how it always was. And it's how we... The people are just going to create them anyways. And you can download them. Exactly. That's how they've done it before. But that... I, that seems awfully low. I'm not talking about these players being compensated seventeen thousand, but five hundred dollars. I agree with no royalties as well. I agree. That is low. Hey, However, what you have to take into account, men is one of, if not the most popular selling sports game in the world. Mm-hmm. So EA knows when they put Madden out every year that they're gonna get X. Based off of last year's results. So that's how they can pay the players the way they do because they know how much they're bringing in. With a new game, you don't know how well it's going to sell. Well, in this first year, you do. You hope. People are going to buy this like crazy. You hope. When's the last time we had a college football game? In like 2013 or something? Yes. So, yeah. People are going to buy this like crazy. It's going to fly off the shelves. You hope. Oh, I know. There's a lot of there's a lot of people clamoring for a college games. Absolutely, so. they are. But it's if fly off the shelves, it, it should. It should. I'm not saying it's not going to. It should. But what you set the bar for year one is what you have to have for year two, and year three, and year four. And that's what I'm getting at. You can't say just to get year one off the off the ground. All right, Mister College Freshman, we want you in this game. Here is $3,000 because we know we're going to sell X amount of copies of the game. Because then that athlete's going to come back next year and say, all right, I want $4,000 now. Well, but it didn't sell quite what we thought it would. Don't care. You gave me 3000 last year. I want 4000 this year. Yeah, and this year's definitely would be the base, and you would anticipate if the, the game sells like you would think it would it would increase every year here's but. the problem travis and and here i i this is why i'm so excited for a college game and why i am more excited for a college football game travis than i am for a madden what can you do for an ultimate team for college you can't 
because you have to go get all the rights from those players. Yeah. You can't because there's not an NFL PA like there is now to where you can just get them and you can get a Barry Sanders. You can get a, you know, players who don't play anymore. You can't do that at the college level. So how is EA going to make their money? Because let's be honest, that's how they make money now in Madden. It's the microtransactions after the game. It is not the game itself. And that's how they cater the game to. What kind of microtransactions can you have? I mean, obviously, you can probably have some to upgrade your player for whatever career mode they're going to have. Mm-hmm. But as far as buying packs, you can't do packs with old college players. Because then you'd have to compensate them. Because then you'd have to compensate the players. Because they're before the NFLPA, you could have those. You could have those old players because they were members of the Players Association and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There isn't a college organization like that. There's not an NCAA Players Association. That's the people that are telling them to boycott the game. But they don't control people, alumni. Well, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. So, to me, I'm interested to see how EA is going to make their money. And that's where I think EA is a little nervous about paying these players this amount. Because they don't know where they're going to get their money from either. Yeah, it's definitely a big deal of the one of the big modes in Madden. It's not gonna show, probably not show up in EA. But we've kicked the can so many times. I was gonna say one of the big modes, Travis. It's the only reason you get Madden now. That's all Madden caters to. Yeah, is the ultimate team. They don't care about anything else. Yeah, because that is their money maker. That's how they make money on this game. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know. And as a fan. You should be happy about that because if you're not into Ultimate Team, you're not having to pay 85 to 90 bucks for the game, which is what it would be if we didn't have Ultimate Team. Mm-hmm. So as someone like myself who does not like the Ultimate Team, I am grateful it is there for the people who like it because it makes the game price stay down. Yeah, I would say they only... I still uh, hate it. The only... Um three game modes that were confirmed about the uh, game was like you were talking about. I didn't see any details about it, but it was confirmed about ultimate team dynasty mode and a road to glory. So, yeah. so they did say there's going to be an ultimate team. So they said, yeah. Hmm. There was never really a doubt that ultimate team would be included in the college football game. It's big money maker these yeah. days and the primary focus of EA titles mm-hmm. Into late 14, the last college football game that EA published introduced Ultimate Team into the series, but it never really had much of a chance to catch on before the series was put on pause for a decade. Here's the thing, Travis. That right there, and I had not seen that, did not read that. That just dropped my excitement all the way down to about a one. <laughs> because it tells me it's going to be a, it's going to be Madden with a college football skin. That's all it is. Oh, well, yeah. It's not going to be an improvement on anything. It's not going to have that old NCAA football feels. It's not going to have anything that us fans have been clamoring for for years. It's going to be Madden with a college football skin. Yeah, I mean, you can go dynasty mode and build you, build up your dynasty the way you want it and go recruit and pay people with NIL. And 
You know, also do the Heisman stuff. Oh, pay people? It's so like free agency, kind of like you can do now in Madden, right? I mean, not like real money, but, you know, not even what, they were, what you're talking about with microtransactions. No, but, no, no, but I'm talking like franchise mode in Madden. No, no, it's not the same. Recruiting and college, I don't think it would be the same. The fact that this game is coming out a year from now, Travis, and we have not seen anything about it as far as screenshots, as far as menus, as far as anything. They can't because the players have got to opt in. It's going to take longer. Oh, for sure. We are never getting this game. This We're game is the Duke Nukem of sports games. <laughs> if you know the history of Duke Nukem, you We're know never get it. that it eventually it came out. I think 10, 15 years later it came out, and it was awful, and everyone hated it. So that's my expectation is that it's going to be awful, and everyone's going to hate it. Yeah, so it's going to take it even longer now mm-hmm. with the uh, snag of the calling for boycott of the NCAA football 24. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble on That's that. That's okay. That's okay. So you wanted to stay in the yes. uh, college ranks and uh, some uh, bowls? Yes, they've announced We're the bowl some schedule. Bowls? Yeah, the college football bowl schedule. And Travis, we have joked for years that bowl games have jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. We can now officially say that bowl games have jumped the shark. All right? I'm going to read some of these bowls to you. Are you ready? Yep. So we have the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. We've already that was this year. Nothing changed there. Mm-hmm. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. How about mm-hmm. that one? You like that one? The Cure Bowl, as in finding a cure. Uh, of course we have the LA Bowl. We'll see if Jimmy Kimmel sponsors it next year. <laughs> still Mer- waiting on that. Yeah, still waiting on that. The Myrtle Beach Bowl, the Birmingham Bowl, the Idaho Potato Bowl. These are bowls that have happened in the past. There's nothing there. But then we're going to go down a little bit further on this list. Uh, we have the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. So that's that's great, right? Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Wasabi. Yes. Sponsored by Wasabi. <laughs> and then, Travis, the one that I know you, this is the first Jump the Shark moment. Um, and, and it's not pulling up for me here. The 28th of December, Travis, we have the Pop-Tarts Bowl. The Pop-Tart Bowl, yes. With the logo and everything. Here you go. You can see the logo for the Pop-Tart Bowl. Yep, that and is And then on awesome the 29th, logo. Travis, we have the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Tony the Tiger. It's going to be great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for that. Super excited for that one. And then we have, of course, the Barstool Arizona Bowl. Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. It's coming back, huh? And the, the two that upset me the most, Travis, and make me – Hurt me in the fields the most is the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. No, the Fiesta Bowl was supposed to be Tostitos because it's a party. It's always going to be the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Mm. No matter what you call it, that's what I'll always think of it as. Sure. And the Cheez It Citrus Bowl. I'm sorry, does Cheez Its have a citrus flavor I am unaware of? No. Would you ever think, hey, you know what goes great with a Cheez It? How about oranges? I get the color. I say it looks orange. <laughs> I no. I hate, I hate that we have to have all of these sponsors for all of these bowls. Of course. No, you say of course. No, it's not of course. No. What else? What else do you want them to do? I want them to do like they do with the college football national championship, the college football playoff national championship presented by AT and T. Just call it that. I'm fine with that. 
Call it the Fiesta Bowl presented by Verbo. Call it the Citrus Bowl presented by Cheez-Its. Don't put the company first. Uh, well, people are going to read uh, Fiesta Bowl and just stop. As much as I hate the Rose Bowl the for, by... for being as stuck up as they are, at least it's the Rose Bowl. There you go. It's not a, nothing sponsoring. And there are some other um, bowls that are not sponsored uh, at, at this point. Yet, That's, yeah. I, I said at this point. <laughs> don't. I know. They're going to be. Like the Military Bowl. That shouldn't have a sponsor. No, no. Chase Field, by the way, is having a bowl. It's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. So you get to see the Arrow Down Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Loser Bowl. Basically. Yeah. So... But the Birmingham Bowl doesn't have a sponsor. It will. Frisco doesn't have a sponsor. Myrtle Beach Bowl doesn't have a sponsor. The New Mexico Bowl doesn't have a sponsor. So we'll 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 check back in and see if those get sponsors. But I just saw the Pop Tarts Bowl and the Tony the Tiger Bowl, and I officially lost my mind mm-hmm. because we have we've jumped the shark now when Pop Tarts is sponsoring a bowl. Yeah. Hopefully someone gets a Pop Tart bath after uh, they win. And you know it's gonna be a frosted flakes one at the Tony the Tiger Bowl. Yeah, a frosted frosted flakes. They better win milk. an actual bowl at that one. There better be a cereal bowl that the winner gets. Exactly. Yeah. For the Tony the Tiger Bowl. You have something like a year supply of uh, frosted flakes. Oh, frosted flakes are not good. Go way back deep in the archives and listen to our breakfast cereal. Say we tournament. did a whole breakfast cereal tournament. tournament. See what the best cereal was. Spoiler: the cereal that one is no longer made. So, what? Yeah, yeah. What? Yep. That is. Oh. Yep. Man. I know. I know. Just had to ruin your day, didn't I? Ruin your day twice. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. They they no longer make it. You can get it on uh, you can get it at uh, certain places online if you're lucky. But, uh, yep, that specific one that, that we all agreed was the, the best cereal is no longer made. Wow. That's that's crazy. Yep. Yep, yep, disappointing. yep. Very disappointing, right? And I remember you. I used to have all those leftover cereal boxes in your cubicle for, oh, yeah. forever. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Oh, good times. Good times. Good days. What food are we trying next on the podcast? Oh, I have some ideas. Don't you worry. We got a whole summer. I don't, Travis. We got a whole summer of ideas. Travis, we're going to be talking about this. Don't you worry. Of possibilities. Yes, 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 yes. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Stay (laughs) tuned. We're going to have some fun. Um, and then uh, the only other thing here was the uh, NBA Finals tonight, Game yep. Three, Nuggets Heat. Currently, right now, it was two and a half, but now it's three and a half. The Nuggets are favored now. So, Game Three, must win for the Nuggets or must win for the Heat. I've heard both. I, I've, I've heard both. I yeah. I to me. I would say must win for the Heat. And the reason why is because, yes, the Heat won game two, but the Nuggets controlled it. It was just that last quarter that did in the Nuggets. 
Right. It's not like it was, you know, the Nuggets were up 15 at one point. It's not like it was a back-and-forth affair throughout the whole game and the Heat just able to win at the end. It was the Nuggets game, and the Nuggets lost it. The Heat didn't win. The Nuggets lost. Yeah. So I think Miami has to come out and have a good performance. They got to win by, I would say, at least 8 to 12 points minimum to feel comfortable and to feel yeah. good about where they're at. And the pressure is definitely on the uh, Nuggets with how poor their performances have been in the final quarter Mm -hmm. and uh, to get it done. So uh, we'll see what happens. See what happens tonight. Yep. And we'll be back to report about it on tomorrow's show. So there you go. There you go. All right. I think that does it, right? I believe so. Uh, I don't have anything else. All right. So. We'll uh, get on out of here then. And as always, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We'll be uh, back on uh, Terrestrial Radio. That is the plan uh, for you tomorrow. So, normal show for you tomorrow. So, uh, until then, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace out. <laughs>